I'm all for it. What is it called again? Unified field theory. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's all right. Talk, yeah. Okay. We, we can turn that into music somehow. Sure. Yeah. Unified field theory. Yeah. Well, I was I was listening to a podcast, you know, because I listened to another podcast. And they were talking about the Philadelphia experiment where- You listened to another podcast? Yeah. Besides ours? I know, right? Oh. It's crazy. Mm. But, uh, you know, they were talking about the Philadelphia experiment where the Navy supposedly made a ship disappear and transport to another naval theory. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but the, the way they explain unified theor- field theory was that if you're, say you're, you know, you're walking, you get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and there's a Lego in the hallway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just because it's dark doesn't mean the Lego doesn't exist. Right. Right. Okay. So if you shine a light on it, when we see things, the only reason we see things is because light is reflecting off the object and coming back. But if there was a way to bend light around the object, you can actually make it disappear even though it's still there. Just because light's not reflecting off of it, then it looks like it's disappeared, but it's not oh, there. Oh, my, my head hurts. Exactly. Yeah. But that's the simplest explanation of the unified field theory that I've ever heard. I have a better explanation. Yeah. Unified field theory 2021. Okay. Lollapalooza. All right. The O'Brien and Doug podcast is brought to you by Wadded Auto and Truck Center, 17 Holton Road in Prescott, Maine. Servicing all makes and models of heavy trucks and light-duty cars. Toll free at 800-764-4150. And by Doug's cousin Larry. Welcome to the Fun Dungeon. O'Brien and Doug. Welcome to the O'Brien and Doug podcast. They're ready to believe you. Scotty, beat me up. Welcome to the O'Brien and Doug podcast. I'm O'Brien. I am Perry Farrell. You are not. I know. Um, What was that? This is my daughter's ringtone. This is sounds like R2D2. Is she on? Is she on? Uh... Hi. It's Monday. Hey, Lev. What are you eating? Hello. Stir fry. Nice. Do you know what you just interrupted? Probably a hilarious conversation between the two of you. Actually, <laughs> we were talking about the unified field theory. Do you know what the unified field theory is? We're all playing on the same team. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> you realize you just made a guest appearance on the podcast, right? Yes, I do. Okay. What, <laughs> what do you need? Well, now she can't stop laughing. Like, look, how, look how red her face is. She is red. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> what Don't do you, choke on the phone. Wait, what do you need? <laughs> we can't do the Heimlich through FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> Doug really likes your ringtone, by the way. Yeah, it was, <laughs> that went off, and I was like, "What the heck is that?" What is it again? It it sounds like R two D two. Thank you. So, how's it going? How's life as a college graduate? <laughs> Good. Good. I called you because I need to know what type of bank account to get. Oh. Oh, you want a checking account? Yeah, you want a checking account. Call your mother. No, no I, I, I called her first. <laughs> you call, wait, you called her first? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> well, she is the smart one. She is. Yeah. That's exactly what you're gonna say. Yeah. No, she is the smart one. I call yeah. her first too. I would too. Heck yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to call her again? Because I'm sure she's here. Yeah, I just talked to her when I came down. Yeah. She was putting together boxes. Oh yes. Sure. Uh, uh, actually, you know why she didn't answer? Because uh, <laughs> no, no. Here's the thing, uh, and I'll explain this after I get off the phone with my daughter. But uh, she's—they're using uh, her uh, data on her phone to watch a movie. <laughs> oh, I did hear a movie going on. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah. So I'll. Uh, yeah, call the house phone. Okay. Yes, we still have a house phone. Yes. Yes, call that. Yes, okay. Samsung. Okay. Say bye, Doug. Bye, Doug. See you, Liv. <laughs> bye. <laughs> when did she start wearing glasses? Uh, 
a couple years ago. Couple years ago. Are they just hurting? Yeah, they're basically because yeah. she's in, in front of a screen all the time. Right. Yeah. You know, she so. got those blue light yeah. locker glasses. Yep. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, that's good. Kind of the same thing that these are. That's wicked smart. Wicked smart. Wicked smart. Yeah. So the so we live out in the country, obviously. And, and our internet is not great, and we—I think I've told this told this to you before—but we get uh, cellular internet. We pay like a hundred bucks a month for for a, 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 a modem, right? Like um, to um, have internet, and then on top of that, we have our phones, which have unlimited data. And our internet is supposedly unlimited, but once it hits a certain level, yeah, they they slow, they, it, they down. slow it down. So we basically have it's no, limited, no internet. It's unlimited, so, limited. So and and we don't have um, dish anymore, or we're not. I mean, we have it, but we're not using it because right. we're trying to save money. Yeah. And every once in a while, the kids want to watch movies. So in order to save our internet, we we hook the TV up to our phone internet, our phone data, right? And they just use that to watch a movie in it. It actually works out better. Ah, I gotta love the 21st century. Yeah, yeah. I watched uh, that. We were talking about it last week. We were, I watched that uh, Dave Grohl, uh, "What Drives Us." Oh, you did documentary. And? Really, really good. Yeah, yes. Anything Dave Grohl is really good. I know. Yeah, I mean, but it was more. It was more about uh, like he was talking about. He started off because the whole premise of it was talking about van touring, right. touring in a van. Yep. And because he bought back the original van that he, the Foo Fighters went on their first tour with, he bought it back from some guy. Right. So he's driving around in it while he's doing it, and it's really funny because the the driver's side door doesn't close all the way. So when he makes right turns, he almost falls out of the the van <laughs> and stuff like that. It's really hysterical. But it, but but then it turned into something bigger about you know how you know I mean you go through all this torture of you know you know setting up and load in, load out and, you know, being stuck in a van driving from city to place and, you know, but how much it's worth it just to play in front of people, even if it's like 10 people or 20 people. Right. Yeah. Uh, like they were talking to the bass player from, uh, no doubt, uh, Tony Nadal. Yep. I think his name is. Yep. And he said, he said they played at one place in Mississippi where there were seven of them in the band. And they outnumbered the people that were came to watch them. <laughs> so, That's happened to us before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and what he said is that a couple of them would take turns going out, and so the, there'd be more people out than on stage. They would stand out and play, and you know, so, there'd be, so the, they'd switch the ratio. It was really oh, kind of funny. funny. What's it but called again? What drives? What us? drives us? Yeah, yeah. it's it's a really great one. Yeah. So uh, I mean, if you haven't watched it yet, some, I would highly recommend it. Speaking of Dave Grohl, we were just talking about the fact that you just picked up the the Nirvana album. Yeah, Never I was. Mind. I would. I'm I'm on this kick where I'm I'm picking up albums from the past that I really enjoyed, and I. But um, you didn't have this album. I thought you. I were- had it, but I had it on tape. Oh, that's. I never had it on CD, and I have it on my iPod, so I have it digitally. Right. But I've never had it on CD, so I I was like, oh, you know, I'll find it on CD and buy it, put it in the in the vehicle. Uh, So I got it Saturday, and I put it in, and I drove to uh, Presque Isle and back, and I had that cranked, and I was like, this is such a good album. Yeah. And I totally because I mean everybody knows Teen Spirit, everybody knows you know right, and uh, and and and. People like us, at least I was when it first came out. Was re- I was resistant to it, you know, because I was like a uh, a rocker guy, and yeah. I was, you know, we were we were into hair metal, and and I was even into some some pop music and stuff like that. But when that came out and and changed the landscape, I was resistant to it. I mean, every, I, the songs that I heard off it were catchy as hell and and just really yeah. good. Yeah, uh, and you forget that the whole album is. Kick yeah, ass. the I whole mean, album is so great. Yeah, and it's simple, right? It's not complicated, right? I mean, it's it's basically it's, it's basically your punk three chord type music, yep. but it is so good. Yep. And I just that's a testament to Kurt Cobain and you know his you know musical talent. I mean, all three of them actually, right? Yeah, yeah. And, but uh, it was just. It just, you know, I forgot, you know, there's other songs, you know, other, you know. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we, we think of Teen Spirit. Yeah. Was it All Apologies? We think of No, that. that's the second one. That was on. That was on the other. That, that was, was on, yeah. Oh, why, yeah. Did I, why did I think that was on Nevermind? Well, I mean, they, they all kind of blend together because In Utero came out right, right after Nevermind. So, I mean, yeah, they were playing right. together on tour all the time. And then, yeah. you know, after that, uh, Cobain died. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh Come as you are. Oh, there you go. Uh, uh, lithium. Yep. You know, uh, and it, uh, just so many great songs. You know, and 
you just listen. It's one of those CDs where you can just top to bottom. Yep. Listen, you not skip a track. You know, yep. Yeah, this sucks. No, they're all freaking great. Yep. So I was, I was I, enjoying that. And I alluded to it before. I mean, that cha- that changed the landscape. Oh, it did. Totally. I remember, yeah, like you said, I remember when it first came out, I remember uh, it, I first saw it on MTV as a buzz clip. Yep. Remember buzz clips? Yep. Um, they were showing, you know, the, the Teen Spirit video. And I'm like, what is this? Right. You know? Yeah, because you know, didn't look like anything we'd seen look, before. Yeah, it was just like, it was just like didn't these, sound like anything we'd yeah, heard. Yeah, it was before. just this. All you saw was Kurt Cobain. I mean, he had his hair down in front of his eyes, had a guitar slung down to his crotch. Yep, wearing this ugly friggin' sweater or something. Yeah, sweater, and then you got Dave Grohl behind him and just going just banging crazy, his head. Oh yeah, you know, and Chris Novel. Uh, Novelichek. Novelichek. Yeah, you know, just you know, doing his bounce thing and you know playing a bass, and you're almost like. What what am I watching? Yeah, you know, because you're used. We were used to like Motley Crue oh, and, yeah. and uh, White Snake. You know, there were all the leather and uh, everything most, was choreographed, and, and the, most of it was about image. Yeah, it was all yeah. about image. Yeah. It was all about the big hair, makeup, right, like, right, right. Oh, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And this was a song about who the frig knows what that song was about. Right, smells like Teen Spirit. What is that? <laughs> is that new deodorant? What what is it? Right, nobody knows. Yeah. So, you know, you know, it was like when Weird Al, uh, Perry did it. Yep. It's hard to sing with all these marbles in my mouth. <laughs> Remember that part? Yes. Oh my freaking word. It was so true. Cause just, there's times where you're like, what is he saying? I don't understand. And you know, that's some of my favorite parts of, um, not to get off track, but the, the, some of my favorite parts of that other documentary, Sound City, mm. is when he got back together with Chris Novlicek yeah. and didn't. They jammed with McCartney. Yeah, they no, did a no, song with yeah, McCartney. Right. Yeah, and that That's was what, that was awesome because that was the part where he he and McCartney and Dave Grohl are standing there looking at each other doing the vocal part. Yeah, and uh, Dave Grohl just goes, "I wish it was always this easy." And Paul's just like, "It is. It is." Yeah. And that's all he says. Yeah. And it's just like, boom. Yep. It's like a cosmic bolt out of the sky. You're like, whoa. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's funny because uh, I was watching the. Last week, I was watching the Foo Fighters back and forth documentary. Yep. He plays with uh, Chris Novacek in an, uh, on the Wasting Light Foo Fighters album. He he brings him in for one as a song. Guest, as a guest artist. As, yeah. as a bass player. Yeah. So it was, it's, it's like he's still trying. I don't know what he's, I don't know what Chris is doing. I would imagine he's producing or. Probably. Because he's not, he does, you never hear of him in a band. I don't think he has to work. No, he, I mean, I mean, he really doesn't have to. Do, right. Look at Dave. He doesn't yeah. have to, but he does. Exactly. You know, but he just brought him in for that one song. Yep. And it was like, wow, that was, that was really cool. You know, that they still. Right. They still want to collaborate even after all these years. Yeah. So it was. I thought it was neat. Yeah. Um, speaking of Paul McCartney and Nirvana and how Nirvana um, changed the landscape, uh, because I can't remember in Sound City, but didn't Grohl say that they, I mean, everybody was influenced by the Beatles. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He said all three of them loved the Beatles. And they were, their songwriting and playing was influenced by the Beatles, but they also liked punk rock. Right. So they try to combine the two. And I think that's why you get that, that where Nirvana got that sound, you know? Yeah. Because everything's really simple, but the songwriting and the melodies are really quite catchy. Yeah. Like a Beatles song. Yep. You know? So, I mean, you know. You see what I'm trying to do here? Yeah, I do. I'm dovetailing. Yeah, that's what it was very, very nicely done. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. So uh, that's uh, why you're the expert. I don't think I've said this yet, but this is uh, season four, episode nine. Yeah, because we just kind of went into it. Now we just Um, podcast on. So we talked briefly about the Beatles. Uh, So uh, we have this list of of things that the Beatles introduced. Well, the article is called. Ten Beatles innovations that changed music forever. Yeah, see, Nirvana changed music forever. Right. And the Beatles and the be- and changed music were, forever. They were one of the first. Uh, number ten is music video. Yeah, well, you know what? That's true. Yeah, they, you know, because they did like the Rain, uh, Rain, and uh, Paperback Writer. They made well. Well, they stopped touring. They started making these promotional video uh, films. Right. Well, I was going to say, A Hard Day's Night and Help are basically one big music video. Yeah. You know, basically. Yeah, there's just some acting involved. Right. You know. 
I still love uh, I know. Hard Day's Night. I know. It's still my one of my favorite yep, movies me too. of all time. But yeah, yeah, they're they're technically people call them like the the, the Godfathers of MTV, but I mean yeah. that's that's kind of a stretch. Yeah. Uh, number nine is the concept album. Well, there you go. Uh, Sergeant Pepper. Sergeant Pepper. Know, so, yep. You know, and then they they consider that. Uh, number eight, stadium concert venues. Yeah, Shea Stadium, where yep. you, where they couldn't even hear the band because yeah, I mean they had fifty five thousand. Yep. You know, or something like they that. They were the first and, to do that. And they were the first one to sure. do that. Yeah. So, um, number seven, self contained record label, which Apple would be Records. Apple, Apple Records. So yep. They did which, everything. Yep, which, which folded not long after, but yeah, I mean, but was, that was you know if uh, that was due to mismanagement, mismanagement, and, yeah, and, lack know, of them bus- not business sense. Well, yeah, I mean they're they're musicians, not uh, no you know, question. You know they're not they didn't have the business savvy that right. You know they eventually got people that knew business and didn't screw them over right. Um, but but Apple Records uh, was the first uh, uh, they signed James Taylor. Yes, he was. He was yeah. the first uh, artist signed to yeah. Apple Records. And they signed uh, Badfinger and um, Badfinger. Oh, I love Badfinger. Yeah, well, they 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 actually found a lot of people. So yep, it was kind of cool. Uh, number six, live global television broadcast. When oh, they did. Yes. Uh, 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 um, um, all you, all need, you is, need, all need is love. love. That they was a satellite uh, link up. Yeah, yeah, that was the first one uh, they'd ever done. That I never even thought about that. Yeah, yeah. I never would have. Yeah, didn't. A number five chart success. I, I'm, I don't know. I guess it's because they were so many of them. They held like so many spots on Billboard at the same time. Yeah, I think they had like three or four yeah. songs in the top five at once. Here, um, no specific artist has ever come close to the nearly inexplicable global phenomenon the Beatles enjoyed in the spring of 1964. On March 21st, the Beatles held number one, number two, and number three in Billboard's Hot 100 for a total of seven songs in that week's poll. On March 28th, they held number one, number two, number three, and number four, 10 songs in all in that week's. On April 4th, they staggeringly staggeringly held one, two, three, four, and five for a total of 12 songs. On April 11th, the Beatles added two more songs to the Billboard 114 in all. Holy cow. All at one time. All at one time. So, uh, number four is studio techniques. Well, no question there. Yeah. With the the backwards... Uh, yeah. Backwards recording, uh, uh, overdubs. This item could almost be a separate list in and of itself. The Beatles and their recording engineers either pioneered or popularized artificial double tracking, ADT, backmasking, tuned feedback. Yep. On, uh, uh, um, um, I feel fine. I feel fine. Yep. yep. Um, spliced audio loops, distortion, equalization, stereo effects, multi-tracking, overdubbing. Compression, phase shifting, and innovative microphoning. And so that uh, that obviously a lot of that credit goes to Jeff Emmerich and George yeah. Martin. George Martin, yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Uh, number three, lyrics per- printed on the album. They were, were they the first to do that? I think they were the, the first pop album to feature actual printed lyrics on the album was the Beatles' 1967 epic release, Sgt. Pepper. Wow, I didn't know that. I either. did not. And soon it became non considered non standard to not do so. So. Which they don't do anymore because, no. well, they, well, I mean, I guess they do for albums. Yeah. You know, like if you buy an LP today, they probably have the lyrics on it. Right? Um, I don't, well, we have one right here and I think it has the lyrics. Yeah, it has the lyrics. Yeah. yeah so but I mean, so. if you buy, like, obviously if you buy a digital copy, there's, it doesn't come with it. No, it doesn't come with it. Not always. Way. Sometimes it Sometimes does. it comes with a digital audio, yeah. they call it a digital audio book yep. or something like and that. And I think yeah. there is a service, if I'm not mistaken... There is a service, and if if not, there should be. And this is a business opportunity. If this doesn't exist, give uh, us credit. Um, We're trademarking. Like, TM in it. Like um, liner notes, whatever. Like if an album comes out, they submit liner notes to this company, and you can you can download. Oh, okay. Liner. I think that exists somewhere. Well, if it doesn't, or it's, it or it's a website or something. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Really should because I really I that's one of my favorite things to do. Oh yeah, you gotta read, read, don't read the album. Who played what? Lyrics, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, number two, no touring. Oh yeah, because they like, couldn't. I mean, yeah, just, it was a it was a uh, what do you call it? It was um, <coughs> a, basically it was no fun because they couldn't hear. Yeah, band. I was say because they always complained they couldn't hear themselves. They yeah. they were talking about their they for the Shea Stadium uh, concert. 
Vox made them special 100 watt amps, <laughs> which is standard. Today now. is now like <laughs> that's like nothing, man. Right? You know, so yeah. you know, and they, I mean, they never could hear themselves. Yep. But they, had, it was muscle memory. I mean, they just played the songs so many, and they played the same songs over and over again. Right. It was and, just, and the audience didn't care. No, they, but they were screaming anyway. I, know. I mean, you. They didn't come to hear the Beatles. They came to see the Beatles. Right. And experience the Beatles, but they weren't there to hear the music. Right. You know. And that's but, good because a lot of the times they weren't actually singing. They were making up words. And oh, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a lot of the time. And number one is American FM radio. Um, I think it's because up until that point, all music was on AM. Right. And the Beatles, because they had so many different you know, techniques and things like that. Right. They had to stereo, broadcast stereo, stereo and stuff like that. Yeah. They had to start broadcasting in FM for yep. you to actually hear all that, hear stuff. all that stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. FM stereo. Yeah. Yep. So interesting. That's a cool list. That was a cool list. I've, I found that and I was just like, Oh, well, and you, I mean, you forget how, I mean, you don't forget how influential the Beatles were, but you don't think about it in those terms usually. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, like the whole uh, concept album thing, the, yeah. the studio techniques. You're like, wow, yeah, that's yeah. you know, that's right, man. What well, was the it was the first live uh, satellite broadcast? I forgot oh yeah, about, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. stuff like that. You don't think about. Yeah, you don't think you, about it because it's it's so commonplace now. Right. You know, yeah. now you can just put a video on YouTube and it's poof, instantly right. out in the universe. And I am looking forward to because Shane has been talking about the new uh, documentary. I think it's a documentary series. I think there's several episodes of it. Uh, McCartney one two three, McCartney three two one, something like that. Something yeah. like that. I know it's, Rick Rubin's. In it's it. Rick Rubin is basically just kind of interviewing him. Rick uh, Rubin is is such a there. There should be a documentary on Rick Rubin, right? Because he's an interesting guy. Yeah. I mean, the listen to him talk, you wouldn't know that he was uh you know, um one of the first like record producers. I mean, he started Def Jam Records. I know. Yeah. You he know. was a hip hop mogul. Basically. Beastie Boys, Public yep. Enemy, you yep. know, you know, all these guys, you know, he's, yep. he, he, he started, you know, hip hop movement. And where does he go from that? Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. <laughs> Tom Petty. Tom Petty. Uh, he did, he, uh, he did, uh, he did the Dixie Chicks comeback album. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, when yeah. they, when they went away because of that stupid scandal and then they came back with this great, great album. I can't emphasize how great that, uh, Dixie Chicks comeback album was. Um, nobody heard it, but it was, well, I shouldn't say that. Well, I'm sorry. A lot of people. Uh, radio didn't play it. Yeah. Um, but, um, he produced that and Chad, uh, Chad Smith from the Chili Papers was the drummer on that album. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. No. And it was, it was, it's a great, great album, but Rick Rubin is, is. Yeah. He's, he's an amazing producer. Oh yeah. He just, yeah. So yep. anything he's involved in, I'm like, Hey, I'll, yeah. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, okay. So let's, uh, dovetail nicely into uh, a band that doesn't have a producer. Uh, a, yes, gen- a genius. Producer. Who's the producer? We all are. Oh, well, that's true. Maybe that's why we haven't gone anywhere. That's why we're stuck in the mud. <laughs> Let's do the Common Crossing song of the week. We do have plenty of them, but we're going to dive into one of the later songs. Uh, and by later, I mean, geez, I think it was 2015. Yeah, it was like six, seven years ago. Yeah. yeah. Where we actually, we tried to um, get together and we, we actually rented a hotel room Yeah, uh, here in town. And Shane came up, and Josh was here, and we wanted to uh, purposely write some songs together as a unit because yeah. I mean I think you've been able to tell from these podcasts that I was a lot I was the sole writer on a lot of this stuff most of the time. No, I was, <laughs> and and the other members of the band wanted to have uh, uh, a. a a say or or they wanted to have input in the songs and I thought I said that was a great idea so we did that we got uh, we got together in a hotel room and we started writing some stuff um, and I think we've already played one of them yeah um, which was uh, hold hold you down hold you down uh, so this one is one that I started and I had most of the chord progressions for uh, and we actually finished it together i think in doug's kitchen and that's where this recording is from and actually i think your mother is on this track you said that about the last one but she but she wasn't was she no she's on this track okay let's see yeah i'm 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 positive she's on this track and we'll let it we'll let it play out to to make sure but this is one called 
Let Me Down Easy. And I think this one, I think lyrically this one, um, I like the title. I came up with the title and I wrote around the title. Mm-hmm. Like if if you're going to let me down, let me down easy. Yeah. You know, so it's about a breakup or something or, or a possible breakup. I thought it was a mountain climbing Shush. Uh, expedition. <laughs> Don't a breakup go. on a mountain climbing. Well, exactly. actually, you could almost uh, tie in the Titanic movie. Don't let go, Jack. <laughs> if you're going to let me down. You're going to let me down easy. easy. <laughs> and he floated away down to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> All right. So the Comic Crossing Song of the Week is one of our newer tunes. And this is written by everybody. This is called Let Me Down Easy. This is called Let Me Down Easy. Let me down. Hey, 
one hit, guys. Oh, yeah. There it is. There's <laughs> <That's laughs> mom. There's mom right there. My mom's my biggest fan. <laughs> That's so true. She comes to almost every show. Yeah. Yeah. Every yeah. syndicate show that we have. Well, uh, and Comic Crossing show. Well, Je- uh, John and Jenna got a big kick out of my dad uh, at <laughs> the syndicate show. I yeah. Because apparently I was one of the songs I did. Somebody's like, who's that singing? And my dad's like, that's my son. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's awesome. Man. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, so that was Let Me Down Easy. And uh, you can hear our, uh, I think anyway, you can hear our 90s um, influence in that song. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's one thing about Common Crossing that's never going to go away. Yeah. Is that 90s pop sensibilities. Yeah, and, it sounds like Sister Hazel, yeah, Hootie and the Blowfish, and the Blowfish type Blowfish, thing. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. That kind of, you know, Toad and things like that. But, you know, I, I, I think that's one of the enduring qualities of Common Crossing is that, you know, everybody's nostalgic yeah. for, you know, 80s, 90s yep. music, you know, because, you know, the music scene has changed so much now that it's just, it's not the same. It's just, so everybody's going back. Yep. You know, uh, like the newer generation only, you know, you know, 90s is like the 60s to us. Right. You know, so hopefully, you know, maybe some, maybe someday somebody will discover us and, you know, when we're like in our 60s and just sitting around going, remember, well, remember. <laughs> you know. Well, maybe someday we can record that song. Like, that would like be cool. properly record that song. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd like to think that we, we put out something because the, the only album that we really put out was 2010. Yeah. Um, seeing the light of day. So that was eleven years ago. I know, <laughs> which is hard to. We believe. should get. On, we should get on that. Yeah, we should start work on, doing stuff. We should work on a new album. We definitely have enough songs okay, for number out number one. Get Joko back from Nashville. <laughs> right. Number two. That's not going to happen. Get Shane back from wherever he's from. That's not going to happen either. <laughs> number number three, three. Get talent. Doug and O'Brien move get, downstate to <laughs> Shane's place. Get real drummer. <laughs> Get real singer. <laughs> I'll play real, I'll play acoustic guitar. Yeah, I'll be like, hey, get Martin to play. Yeah, there we he go. You can play the drums and I'll just be like, hey, you're the best, bitch. There we go. So anyway, that's the Common Crossing song of the week. Oh, we should mention that. What? That, about our new sponsor. Oh, I, see, that's the thing. We went right into this. Yeah. And we completely forgot. But this is normally the spot in the podcast where we take a break and talk about sponsors anyway. This is true. So, but I, actually, I, would have, I would have liked to do it at the beginning, but because I haven't, we have to, we have to update the uh, intro and all that stuff because we oh, haven't, right, haven't right, put right. him in there yet, right, but yeah. we'll, we'll say it now yeah. that uh, KMH Music is yes. a new sponsor yes. of the O'Brien and Doug podcast. Welcome so, to the O'Brien and Doug welcome. podcast family. Welcome KMH Music. Um, and we talked, I don't know if I told you this, uh, one of the things that KMH is, is planning to do as part of their sponsorship is to offer up some vinyl to give away. Oh, see, that'd be nice. Wouldn't it? Yeah. It'd be kind of cool. So be listening for, uh, for that KMH music, uh, vinyl that, uh, will be, um, yeah. we'll be, I don't know, we'll do some sort of contest. Um, I think it'd be- We'll have a call-in show because the the T-shirt contests have worked so well. Oh yeah, because it's still here. Right, <laughs> it's coming, cousin Larry. Yeah, Someday. no, it is. Actually, my wife was down here. She's like, "You gonna send that shirt to Larry?" <laughs> and I said, "Well, I want you to do this thing for." Well, you never told me that. I said, yes, yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, maybe I did. Well, probably not. Yeah, <laughs> she is the smart one. She is the smart one. Yeah. Um, oh, so uh, yeah, KMH. I'm really excited about having KMH on board. Yeah, it's so. nice to have. You. It's nice to have local sponsorship. I mean, we got you know Whited Ford. And yep. Now KMH, you know, so it's it's nice to have the the backing of the. I agree. Of you know of our of our people. Yep, I agree. You know. And um, what was I going to say? Crap. I don't know. Okay, so you probably won't hear. It depends on when I can get to it, but you probably won't hear them in the beginning and ending montage. Uh, yet, but I, I, I'm going to get some scripting uh, about KMH Music. They're going to have their own commercial and all that stuff. Uh, but I can tell you that KMH Music um, deals in uh, guitars, um, drums, uh, keyboards, uh, band instruments like um, like school band instruments, like yep. all your horns, yep. uh, all your woodwinds. They also got violins and 
uh, mandolins. I mean, everything. You, I mean, you can, and if they don't have it, they can get it. Yeah, they'll get it for you. And and probably at a better price. Yeah. So you, you just want to talk to KMH Music. They also offer guitar lessons. Uh, they have piano lessons, yeah, voice lessons, voice lessons, and I believe at one time they had violin lessons. I'm not sure if that's. Still uh, I'm not sure they still do, but um, they might. They have uh, guitar repair. Yep. Um, and actually, um, school band instrument repair as well. When yes. Sean, when Sean goes in there. Yep. Um, it's just kind of it's a full service music store. Yeah, I mean, if it, if it has to do with me, if if it, if they don't have it, you don't need it. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? And and they just started like we've been talking about, they just started carrying vinyl. Yes. Uh yes. used it's used vinyl and uh but it's Well, all, most of it's used. There's some there's, there's some, some new ones. Yeah, there. there's some new. Like my Jimi Hendrix experience was so, brand new. Yeah, that was brand new. Yeah. Are, you, are you experienced album? That was brand new. Yeah. My Abbey Road was brand new. My Kind of Blue. Yep. Was Oh, you got Kind of Blue brand new? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, Miles Davis, brand new. But but you'd be surprised the the treasures that you'll find. Oh yeah, you uh, got to go. You you just can't go and look and go. Oh, there's you know because they're not. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be right there in your face. Right. You got to. You got to look through the stacks. That's half the fun of it. Exactly. I mean, yeah. you because I found so many. I was like, whoa. I go in there every time. I'm like, dude, you're gonna bankrupt me because I'll I'll find one. I'll say, okay, I'm gonna put this one aside. I'm gonna put this yeah. one aside. I'm gonna put this one aside. All right, I'm gonna come back. I'll put them right here. Don't let anybody buy them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna come back when I have this money, and I'm gonna take the rest of these. I'll take this my, for now. My vinyl collection went from like two inches high. Now it's like over a foot. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know, it's huge now. We are his best customers. Yes, we are. Yeah, don't tell my wife. <laughs> <laughs> We well, all yeah. know she doesn't listen to the podcast. That's true. Actually, she does. Yeah, she does. She, she's going to hear this. <laughs> she, goes, she goes on a walk. She came. She came back from a walk um, last Friday or something like. Because she went for a walk by herself one of those days. We usually go together, but I for one reason I was I was home and she she came back from a walk and she came in the room and she corrected me on something. I'm like, what? Oh. She she I can't remember what it was, but she's a, she corrected me. I was like, oh, <laughs> you were listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you thank you, dear. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. So, uh KMH Music, uh happy to have them on board yes. as a sponsor of O'Brien and Doug. Uh all right. So, we're going to do we're going to take a break right now. And uh, and hear from a couple of our sponsors. We won't hear from KMH Music, but we just gave them a mega plug. Yes. And we'll fix that next time. Uh, we're going to uh, come back with the um, Wall of Tunes, which today's translation is... Okay, well, let's see. So what are we going to do today? Now we're around. So we've done Kurdish. We've done... Vietnamese. Oh, we're doing Vietnamese. Yep. Wait, wait. Uh, hold on. So we did Kurdish. We did um, Samoan. And what, what was and last week? Marathia. Marathia? Marathia, okay. something like that. So today yeah. is, what did uh, you say? Vietnamese. Vietnamese. Okay. Wall of tunes and Vietnamese. Holy crap, that's a long word. <laughs> Hopefully they get a voice translation. So. This is the wall of tunes. Wow. In Vietnamese. That's in Vietnamese. Let me play it again. That's Wall of Tunes of Vietnamese. Can you spell the first part? Because I can't tell what she's it's saying. B-U-C-T. That's one so, word. B-U-C. Book. 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 Yes. That's Wall of Tunes in Vietnamese. All right. So Book. Book. Yes. Is next. Yes. Keep it Enjoy. Here. Say that ten times fast. Book to Kusadio. Book to Kusadio. <laughs> Dude, you're pretty Book good at that. O'Brien and Doug. The O'Brien and Doug podcast is brought to you by Whited Auto and Truck Center, 17 Holton Road in Prescott, Maine, servicing all makes and models of heavy trucks and light duty cars. Alignments, tires, you name it. Whited Auto and Truck Center will take care of it. They're open 7 to 5 Monday through Friday and 7 to noon on Saturday. Give Glennie a call for all your service needs at Whited Ford Auto and Truck Center, 17 Holton Road in Prescott, Maine, locally at 764-7300 or toll free 800-764-4150. O'Brien and Doug is also brought to you by Doug's Cousin Larry. And we're back. Time for Book Tunquasayo, which is Wall of Tunes in Vietnamese. Uh, so this is where we pick uh, a CD off the rack. 
See, Doug tries to guess what it is, and then we talk about that artist. Um, I'm going to do it a little bit differently today. Okay. Um, because uh, it's going to be rigged today. Oh, okay. Okay? Right. Only because I want you and I want our whoever listens. To the, I, I say our listeners. I'm not sure we have listeners. but Yes, we do. Uh, I want our listeners to be turned on to this artist because I think they're really, really amazing. Okay! Uh, um, okay, so um, I'm going to... See, you won't do get you, it. Do you already have it? Yeah. You know, well, it's not on a. Yeah, I already have it. Oh, okay. You're so you're not going to get it. That's why I'm I'm saying this. Okay. Let's, you, you I'm not going to bother them. Yeah, you're not going to know who it is. Okay. So. Uh, so it's it, not really wall of. Tunes. It's really not wall of tunes. This is, is uh, maybe I won't do that. Maybe I'll. No, let's do it. Let's do it. We've already built it up. Let's do it. I am going to do it, but I'm still going to pick wall of tunes. Put your mask on. Well, no, I don't. Yeah, put it on. Because we'll do no. it both. We'll do them both. No, I want to do one. No. You're such a jerk. I hate doing a podcast with you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last episode of O'Brien and Tuck. <laughs> Tune in next week for the O'Brien is King of the Universe show. <laughs> Shut up. Nobody likes you. <laughs> The O'Brien is the best podcast guy in the universe show. Nobody likes you. I know. That's why I'm second. Tune in next week for the O'Brien is the smartest man on the planet show. O'Brien's a big jerk podcast. You just want me to stare at this thing, <laughs> don't you? You're all done. I <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I just don't like the way your tone is. O'Brien. The O'Brien. <laughs> the O'Brien. I don't like your tone podcast. <laughs> I'm 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 done. I have okay. one. I have one. Right. <laughs> so we can do the we can do the <clears throat> well the second the the other one will be the supplemental. There we go. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So, so this, go ahead. this is the actual this is the actual wall of tunes choice. Yes. Because it came off the actual wall of tunes. Right. I'm assuming. Yes, it did. Okay. Yeah. Uh solo or a band? Solo. Solo. Man or woman? Woman. Woman. Hmm. Okay. Intriguing. What genre? Pop. Pop. Height of popularity. Uh, I'm going to say, well, she's still very, very popular. Okay. Um, I will say the height. I'm going to say today. Is it Taylor Swift? No. Is it... She's not as much popular today um, as being a singer. She's not as popular as a singer today? Right. She's popular for, for, for something else, but she's um, still popular as a singer. Is she like an actress now? No. Producer? She, she was an actress in one movie, and it was so- Is it Mandy Moore? No. It was so bad that she never made another movie. Oh. Was it Cher? Nope. Let me tell you how, when she became popular. Um, if I had to guess, it would be like 2005. Oh, is it a Hillary Duff? Nope. Um, She's been in a lot of movies. This person has only been in one, as far as I know. She's only been in one movie. Yeah. Is it Jennifer Lopez? Nope. She's been in more than one movie. Has she? I don't yeah. Know. They all suck. <laughs> So, uh, man, she's only been in one movie. Powerful voice. Uh, is it Lady Gaga? Nope. Here's in a movie. Yep. But that was actually, I, I hear that was good. I heard it was too. Um, uh, powerful voice like Lady Gaga. Yeah. Um, see, see we're, we're in territory that I don't really yeah. pay attention to. Um, I don't know, man. Any more hints? Uh, yeah, she's popular now because of a talk show. 
talk show. She hosts a talk show. Oh, it's Ellen DeGeneres. No. <laughs> I didn't know what she sang, man. Wow. She can do it all. Uh, talk show. Talk show. Yeah. You, she you, has her own talk show? She has her own talk show. And you don't watch a lot of TV, so you probably don't even no, know I this. I have no clue. I mean, the only reason I know Ellen is because okay, it's, a, it's on at the doctor's office when I go there. Here's another clue. She was the first winner of a reality. Oh, it's Kelly Clarkson. It is Kelly Clarkson, yes. <laughs> Yay! I, I like Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, I, I do too. She's got a great voice. I really like Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. She, I, everything that she does, man. Uh, this is her greatest hits, chapter one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and I just love her voice. Yeah, she's I mean, got she's, a great voice. Man. She's got an amazing, powerful voice, and she just is a cool, cool person. Yeah. Um, her talk show is pretty cool. Um, she's, she's see a, her song "My Life Would Suck Without You" yeah. be- became a uh, anthem at ATLC Did it? between the staff. Yeah, that was like that was like the staff song at the at the dance at the end of the camp. Yeah, we always had to put we always had to play that because that was like our song. We yep. were like you know because it says it all. Yep. So she did a uh, song with Vince Gill called "Don't Rush," which was pretty well, cool. Yeah. Any song you do with Vince Gill is going to automatically be awesome. Yes. Yeah, so. Yes. So Kelly Clarkson, um, I mean, I don't think, do we need to talk about her? Because, I mean, Everybody she's, knows Kelly Clarkson. Everybody knows Kelly Clarkson. And um, if you haven't seen her talk show, I think she's actually, um, I don't know if she is going into Ellen's time slot because Ellen's show is ending. I'm about to say Ellen's done, isn't she? Well, she'll be done. I think her next, next year is her last season. Yeah. And but I think Kelly Clarkson has already um, signed on for more, you know, seasons. Or, oh, okay. Or whatever. She signed yeah. a contract. I She's, really, I was never a big talk show fan, but I, you know, I, the only one I ever really watched with any interest was the Letterman show. And that's not a talk show, right? You know, that's just a late night. Yep. You know, whatever. Well, it was kind of a talk show. He it was had, kind of, like, yeah, he had guests he had, on and yeah. stuff, but he had a musical guest and, you yeah. know, and he did the top Yeah, so you didn't watch stuff. daytime talk shows. No, I've yeah. never, I never, you know, once Jerry, Jerry Springer came out, I was just like, this is stupid. Yeah, well, that's, that's, but totally, that was Jerry Springer. That's totally different. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I watch it every once in a while when I come home for lunch because, you know, it'll be on when I'm, when I'm home for lunch and she just has, I mean, she's, uh, from Texas. Right. And she's just, she's just bubbly and and funny and but what's really cool about her is she's she's real right you know i mean she there's there's no there's no pretending with her she's the first one that will tell you the one movie that she was in which what was, was the movie it was uh, i don't even know the name of it but it was it starred because uh it was down to her and another guy on american idol justin something and they did a movie together i think it was because they in the early stages of American Idol, um, part of the part of the taking part in American Idol is that you had to sign to Simon Cowell's management company. So I think it was like nine management or something like that, and basically you did what they told you to do for the first few years. That's right. in your contract. Right. And you know she put out a couple of albums that were um, what the management wanted her to do and then eventually she got to do kind of what she wanted to do. And one of the things, one of the contractual obligations she had was that movie with Justin and it was so bad and she would be the first to tell you, don't ever watch that movie. Well, I was about to say, I'd never even heard of it. I can't it, remember so the I name no of it. I no idea. I can't so, remember the name of it. But Kelly, it was, you're safe. I won't watch it because yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. I haven't even seen it like looking for other movies. <laughs> right. You know? I don't so think, it just, it must be buried somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've seen that Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter movie advertised more than that one. Yeah. Apparently. So. Um, one of the most emotional, because I'm, I'm a sucker for emotional things. Um, it happened when I became a dad. Um, she she went back to American Idol um, a few years ago, maybe five years ago. Keith Urban was one of the hosts, one of the guests, or the judges. J-Lo was a judge. Uh, I can't remember who. Oh, Steven Tyler, maybe. Anyway, she went back and did a performance, and she sang. Is it on this album? I'm not sure if it's on this album. She sang. Uh, no, it's not on this album. 
She sang a song about her father. Oh. Uh, and how he was never around. Um, and broke down like all the way through the song. But it was riveting television. Right. I mean, it was, Keith Urban was crying. It oh, was, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was emotional. It was, but it was really good. Yeah. You know. Um, so, yeah, so that's Kelly Clarkson. So the artist I wanted to talk about today. This is the bonus. This, this is, is the, the bonus, bonus artist. The supplement. Yes. Supplemental bulletin. Right. Um, this guy, I don't know if he's doing anything these days. I don't know where he is. Um, he put out. Waldo. <laughs> Where's Waldo? Yeah, where is he? <laughs> he he put out an album in 2012 or 13, which was a live album. This is a he was in a, a band called the Turnpike Troubadours, which is like an alternative country type band. I okay. guess. Um, at, years ago, and he went solo, and, and he played in these little little clubs, acoustic clubs. And so the first album that he put out was a, a live from, I think it's live from the Bears Den, but I'm not sure. Um, That's dangerous. I have that album now, but I didn't, ha- that was not the album that ter- that uh, introduced me to him. Uh, he put out an album in 2013 and then one in 2014. The one that I, that turned me on to him uh, was the one in 2014. It's called Songs. Ooh. Yeah. Catchy oh, title. Yeah, wow. <laughs> um, what am I going to call him? Guy's name is John Fulbright. Oh, I know him. You do? No. Okay. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> I know a guy named John. <laughs> John Fulbright uh, is, uh, he when he first released his uh, live album, he was 24. I think he's like 33 now, something like that. Um, it's just, not always, but most of the most powerful songs on his albums are just him and a guitar, or just him and a piano, but he has this delivery um, that's it's hard for me to explain. Well, play a song. I'm, I think I'm going to. Yeah. Um, put put your money where your mouth is, there, O'Brien. Well, I want to. Uh, yeah, let me do that. I I don't know which one to pick, uh, so I'm just gonna kind of. I'll just play one. Yeah. Um, and and. This is a this is an indication of what most of his stuff is like. Okay. Um, it's but it's very introspective, uh, and very. He just seems very. Sorry, I got an email there. I wonder if that went on there. Yeah, I heard it. Uh, he uh, is seems very vulnerable. It's hard to explain, but it's. This is, this is called the very first time. Don't answer the phone Don't answer the door Pretend nobody Lives around here anymore No need to get up I brought the wine And I feel I don't 
just seem like he's sitting at the piano with a, with a bottle of Jack Daniels. Yeah, I mean, it's, like he's, it's a very Tom Waite-ish yeah. vibe to it. It does. Yeah. And not all of his stuff sounds like this. Uh, he also has like a Tom Petty uh, type voice. It's his delivery. Yeah. Yeah. Just that very laconic, very, you know, just laid back. Yeah. Hey, we're just having a conversation, but I put it to music. Right. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I, I'm i a big fan of his. Um, I want Maybe I'll play you another one. Should I play another one? Uh, probably not, but I'm going to. Because, you know, like you pointed out, it's the O'Brien show. Yeah, what I think doesn't matter, so. <laughs> Welcome to the O'Brien Does Whatever the Heck He Wants podcast. <laughs> you know it, baby. <laughs> um, let's see. Sometimes featuring Doug. <laughs> uh, how about uh, well, this one? Let's just, we'll end with this one. Um, only because I like writing songs. No. So this is called Write a Song. Okay. If, From if, the album Songs. Yes. I don't know why that's coming in like that. But. Seems very crackly. Gives it that... Uh, Old Victrola yeah, type it's a record. quality. <laughs> We're sitting in the parlor. Write a song. Write a song about the very song you sing. Pin a line about a line within a line. Write a song about a song. Think a thought Think a thought about the very thought you think Hold a pen and write a line about the ink The pen will write a line about think the ink That is awesome Isn't it? upstairs yeah i know god knows fear is not afraid yeah write a song but you see what i why i like him it's just song about the very song you well it's just very sing. it's very simple it's very from the heart and very uh, it's right yeah. when your eyes do not apply to anything write a song about a song yeah i get it man Right? Yeah. Yeah, I can see. I can see why. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's like a, he's got like this troubadour type. Yeah. You know, yeah. thing going on where he just, you know, he's like, he, you know, you could just picture him going from town to town, just, yep. you know, playing for a meal or playing for gas money to the next. That's town. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And I dig that. I really, yeah. I really dig that. Um, and I, he hasn't put it out an album since. Just that one? Well, he's got three. He's got a, there was a live one, live at the. I think it's like. Well, actually, I'll tell you right now because I have it right here. Um, live at the Blue Door, and then one called From the oh, Ground uh, Out in Plantation. <laughs> no. Oh. Then one called From the Ground Up, and then um, songs. One called Songs. <laughs> that still cracks me. Up. I mean, but but some of the song titles. Uh, I only pray at night. Satan and Saint Paul. Um, Forgotten Flowers, Song for a Child. See, um, I would I would put him in the uh, Paul Thorne uh, yeah. camp. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Paul Thorne, you know, is kind of like that too. Yep. Um, 
There's another good one. I hate to play the, the songs that all kind of sound the same, but I just think they're great songs. Um, she Knows a Thing or Two About Me. Um, here, here I am wondering if we're going to get in trouble for playing all these songs, and I'm playing th like three of them. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> apparently you don't give a crap. This is the O'Brien Doesn't Give a Crap podcast. Sometimes we'll featuring just, Doug. We'll just sample this. Again, it sounds similar. Yeah. She didn't learn in passing. She knows I'm scared of the dark. She knows I'll bleed on command. She knows I'll shut my mouth. Or she'll take my hand. Yeah, see, this, this kind of has like a gospel vibe to it you know and no and just like a confessional you know? just how cruel i can be she knows a thing or two about me yeah yeah i uh, when i'm in a you, you have to be in the right mood yeah i was about to say this is this is like a very introspective yeah very, like you know you're inside your own head type yes album absolutely yeah. and i get there every once in a while yeah i'll just do a little bit more she knows a thing or two about rain. She's a weather girl. <laughs> she calls it holy water. It rained the day she was born. Oh, how her mama cried. The rain I felt with her. I swear was electrified. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? She was. Yeah, it's. Yeah, that's, I'll, I, I'll, I'll stop there. That's uh, really like, it's very deep. It's very. It yeah. is, and and that's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. I mean, his all of his stuff is, is pretty great. Um, I I highly recommend John Fulbright, and I hope he puts. I know he's he's been producing, uh, a lot of other acts. I think that's what he's been doing lately. But the last album he had was Songs, and that came out in 2014, I believe. So, um, awesome stuff. Yeah, like, you have to be in the right mood. Like, yeah, like, like so this isn't this isn't like cruising down Main Street type music. Right, exactly. This yeah. is, this would be more like you know you're just on a drive to clear your head type yeah. music. You know, yeah, it, it does work very well in the car. Yeah, on a, on a drive. Yeah, for bet. sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that is the I can't remember the translation. Uh, the Wall of Tunes. Uh, actually, that wasn't the Wall of Tunes. That was the Wall of that Tunes was the bonus. That was the supplemental wall. Yes. Uh, well. <laughs> That was the drawer of tunes. <laughs> like it was like we're looking for a pen, and they're like, "Oh, hey, I've been looking for that." That, that that's what it is. It's the it's the junk the, drawer the, of tunes. And, and if you'd like to sponsor the junk drawer of tunes, <laughs> just let us know. I'll sponsor the junk drawer of tunes. <laughs> Um, that was John Fulbright, um, and we did ta talk about Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> what can you say about Kelly Clarkson? She's, she's just awesome. she's just amazing. She's awesome, so. Yeah. Um, and she was the Wall of Tunes uh, she was artist. Wall of Tunes. Yes. And then, uh, of course, before that, we played the Common Crossing Song of the Week, which was Let Me Down Easy. And we talked about the Beatles quite a bit and uh, Dave Grohl and Nirvana. So yeah. there you go. That is uh, season four, episode nine. Oh, by the way, yes. um, the DG's album. Yes. <laughs> Hail Satan. Hail Satin. Satin. That's right. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So good. Oh, I know. We talked about it a little bit last week. You have yeah, it, right? I have it. I don't have it yet. Get but it, I, but I've heard awesome. it. It's so good. Yeah, because Taylor Hawkins sings uh, "Shadow Dancing." Yes, <laughs> and it's, it's he's actually a pretty good singer. Of course man. he is. You know, well, he does a lot of he does stuff. a lot of the background, uh, but he also you know. does like when they, when they do a, a show, um, he sings like the Queen. When they, when they cover Queen, he sings Freddie Mercury. Oh, I believe that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean he's, he's got a really good voice. Yeah, so, he's, surprisingly, he's, so he's a good singer. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, check it out. I mean, if you're looking for some new music, get the DGs album, Foo Fighters, DGs, uh, Hail Satin, hey, Hail Satin. Yeah. It's all BG's covers yeah. and uh, Andy Gibb cover. Uh, yeah, there yeah. were some songs I'd never heard, uh, like Waiting on Waiting Waiting on a War or something like that. Yeah, I, I'd never heard that before. Cloud Spotting. Yeah, never, it's, it is really good. Really? Yeah, really oh, good. Song. And they. 
they do a great job. Yeah, they, they do. do they're fanta- yeah. fantastic. All right, that's uh, that's an episode. That's season yeah. four, episode nine. Um, nine. Until uh, next Number week. Number nine. Number nine. I'm O'Brien. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Oh, the record is skipping. Mon, mon, I was doing the Beatles. I know, you, I know you were. Number nine. Number nine. I was going to put a quarter on the needle. I was going to. I used a dime. You did. <laughs> Number nine. Say your name. What? Say your I name. like doing this. Number nine. Number nine. And then I got to. Oh, I got to do a Yoko. Like. In the background. So, yeah. <laughs> that's the whole that's the whole revolution number nine experience for you in a nutshell thank you very much this has been the Doug podcast uh, <laughs> next week will be the O'Brien podcast <laughs> I don't give a <laughs> I'll play what I want I'm O'Brien uh, <laughs> what's my name again? what's my name again I feel like I'm. I feel like a dad again. You're like, uh, uh, do you want to hurry up here? Uh, we gotta go. I'm O'Brien. I'm something else. <laughs> yes, you are. I, I don't. I'm Doug. Bye, everybody. <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs> You've been listening to the O'Brien and Doug podcast. O'Brien and Doug. This is not over yet, human. The O'Brien and Doug Podcast is brought to you by Whited Auto and Truck Center, 17 Holton Road in Prescott, Maine. Servicing all makes and models of heavy trucks and light-duty cars. Locally at 764-7300 or toll-free 800-764-4150. O'Brien and Doug is also brought to you by Doug's Cousin Larry. Make sure to follow O'Brien and Doug on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And you can drop them an email anytime at O'Brien and Doug at gmail.com. Hey!